fellow idiots, and welcome to the very first episode of the Theoretical Idiot Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hadijic, and I am so very excited to get started with you guys today. I cannot wait to dive right into this together, but I guess I should begin with a little intro to who I am and what this podcast will be about. So to begin, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a freshman in college, but a very limited amount of topics will be college-related on this podcast. And I'm both an environmental science and film production major. I like to think that microbiology is the safe path I can take in this very short life. I could probably get a job I would enjoy and be able to have comfortable finances, but film is 80% of my personality. It is what I annoyingly talk to people the most about. It is what I do instead of studying. And I see it as an unbounded and bridging art form that can bridge together all different cultures, and I just love it. And yes, I have a huge list of movies that I've seen and liked, and movies I plan on seeing whenever I have free time. I can point to any one of those movies on my list and associate an utterly unique emotion with that particular film. I remember exactly how I felt and what parts were my favorite, and I think that's a truly special thing that a movie can give somebody. And FYI, I will never spoil any movie on here unless I give a very direct and explicit warning. So, as you can imagine, we'll do a lot of film discussion on here, but other things about me include loving to read, liking almost any type of music, and it's like you gotta be in the mood to like a certain type of genre. And I love making my friends watch my favorite horror movies, and I love scaring them to death, and I really love to explore. Now, obviously, I like a lot of other things, but I'm sure you'll be able to characterize me after one or two episodes. But you're probably wondering what this podcast will be about by now, which is understandably and is a very good question. Well, my friend, this podcast will cover just about everything you can think of. Because this is my podcast, I've decided that I wouldn't take on a specific topic because, let's be honest, you get pretty bored of me after the second episode, and I get pretty bored of talking to you after the second episode. But it seems like every podcast that has one host, they sort of force themselves to talk about one thing, which is so mundane to me. Anyways, with this podcast, I will share short stories that I've written, discuss philosophical thoughts that I have, review movies and why I feel like they're important, interview my friends and anybody I can find for that matter, and hopefully connect with my listeners. I would be very happy if I only had one or two listeners and made them smile or question something in their lives for only a second. I don't plan on having millions of listeners, nor do I plan on giving into any pressure to change my topics or my content. The freedom that comes with my podcast is that nobody is forced to listen to my theoretical and existential ideas that are most often idiotic. If you find that my ideas or my stories speak to you in some way, then I would be extremely happy because that is the sole purpose of my podcast. I'm inviting you to have a little fun or maybe even cry a little for no longer than 20 minutes out of your day and just to relax. I will post a new episode every Sunday morning, and I really hope you join me in navigating the world from your ears. So, without further ado, let's dive into our first tangent together. Over my Christmas break, I was very lucky to have watched very, very good films, and they each gave me completely different emotions and things to think about after they were over. One of the very first ones I watched was The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. For those of you who are unaware of what this movie is about or haven't seen it before, must trust me when I say you would be really surprised. For any movie lover and 
or anybody browsing movies for that matter, I'm sure you take one look at the title and think it's some Michael Bay action trash that has no emotional weight and challenges absolutely nothing. However, this movie is the perfect example of why you shouldn't judge a movie based on its first appearance. It challenges history, explores brotherhood, and sympathizes for Dredd. Afterwards, I grew my appreciation for my own brother tenfold. Having a sibling you're close to seems to be getting rarer these days, and I think part of the problem is not taking a second to step out of your own lives and stop to talk to them. Just take a moment to ask what they're doing in their lives and what they plan to do in the future. Without the main character's brother in this film, he would have fallen apart and would have fell into a pit of regret. And the romance of this film is really emotional as well. I was really surprised. We see the character as a young man who has finally found a girl worth fighting for. But his fear of, of her rejection prevents him from taking their relationship a step further. Throughout the movie, we see the progression of his regret and how it affects his life as an old man. It's a story I'm sure we all can relate to. We've all had our moments where we look back on and we ask, why didn't I just ask? Or why couldn't I just be a little braver in that moment? I wish there was a technique that would guarantee that you get the person you want, but there's not. Disappointment is a necessary part of life no matter how much we hate it. You will be disappointed again and again, but there has to come a point in your life in which you step outside of your comfort zone and just go for it. You have to kill that big-footed monster of panic and trust in yourself. That's why, for me, I am putting this movie on your must-watch list. If you want to reflect upon yourself and enjoy a mellow action film, then you have to see The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. The second movie I watched over break was Marriage Story. Now, for this one, I'm sure many of you have either heard of it or have even watched it. I think this film's strength is found in its unbelievable performances by Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, and Laura Dern. If you're not looking for an utterly realistic film and starts and ends like it would in real life, then this isn't for you. But for those of you that really want to be confronted with something that has been very common in our culture and test yourself, then this is a must-watch. Through the soulfully constructed acting and beautifully composed dialogue, I feel as if I was watching two real people get divorced right in front of my eyes. It was devastating for me to watch how quickly the effects of the divorce came onto their only child because I knew that these scenes were what he was going to remember for the rest of his life. It would soon shape his view on love and how to deal with the inevitable hardship. I think one of the reasons why 50% of marriages ultimately end in divorce is they think that it can't get any better and they refuse to compromise. This film could be seen as a huge debate between the two exes where neither one wants to sacrifice part of their lives for the other person. Part of the relationship is being able to give up things for the sake of your family or give in to the wants of your partner. It is the very definition of a relationship, and I think some people are just too invested in their own self-relationship that they ignore anything else outside of that. Although loving yourself is immensely important, part of Loving another person is being able to suck some shit up. Obviously, not all divorces can be traced back to one singular reason, but I think if we all can be a little stronger, we might be able to maintain our connections. If the actor was not Adam Driver, or the actress not Scarlett Johansson, then this movie would have been so different, and I know for a fact I wouldn't have liked it as much. 
it is through their illusions that give us such a strong feeling of reality. When you click play on this movie, you will not be transported into another universe full of wonder and light, but you will rather stay in your seat and watch the same world and experience real life. Now, I promise this podcast won't always be tailored toward romance, and trust me, I will talk about a lot of other stuff. But I do think it's important, and I do like to discuss more meaningful topics. If I was just to talk about the new Star Wars movie, my voice in that genre would, would get lost pretty damn fast, and I wouldn't be saying anything new or interesting. My last movie that I'd like to talk about today that I saw was Inception. Yes, I saw this Christopher Nolan masterpiece only once, and I do consider it one of his best films. Most people tend to shy away from films that look too complicated or appear to be too much sci-fi for them to handle. And I can say definitively that Inception is not what you expect. If you're planning on watching this, please, please don't watch the trailer before. Although trailers have gotten better over the years, 90% of them ruin the audience's expectations and thus their own watching experience. If you think, man, that trailer looks pretty good, you shouldn't go into the movie to expect the same emotions you felt during the trailer. When you're looking for a book to read, you don't look for spoilers that happened at random parts of the book before you start reading it. A book sets up every single event and character in a particular way, and it's meant to be a progression of these events. A movie should be watched in the same way. A filmmaker's job is to introduce you to the story and characters throughout the film. To me, a trailer ruins that spontaneity. Of course, the company needs to market their movie, but don't judge a movie based off of a bad trailer. Now that my tangent is over, let's get back to Inception. Like many other people, I'm sure, I expected some trippy sci-fi movie that would make my mind explode by the end of it. And that's exactly what I got. Yet, I loved the more sentimental and emotionally trying moments more than anything else. The film plays the very normal human flaw of not being able to let go. Throughout the movie, Nolan reveals to us the heartbreak that Leonardo DiCaprio's character refuses to deal with. Instead of moving on from the most painful moment he's ever experienced, he uses the ability to revisit past moments to almost sulk in his remorse. I guess I tend to do the exact same thing a lot of my own life. Sometimes I can't even sleep and actually recreate events vividly like in a movie, and I often play these events back in my head and overanalyze my faults in those moments. I ask myself, why did you do that? You were so stupid. Or, what if I would have done this instead? I put myself in a never-ending maze of what-if and why statements that prevents me from finding a way out. How do you even begin to move past that stupid thing you said or recreate the past so that things are different in the present? The simple and only answer is, you can't. It's impossible. The best way to grow from your mistakes is to study them and then let them go. I know it feels shitty, but most of the time you have to close your eyes and tell yourself that I can't change anything now. So I have to learn from it and continue on my way. Use these mistakes to your advantage. And don't get stuck in a dream state. You know, I cringe too when I hear or see the phrase, sometimes the best thing to do is to let go. What the hell does that even mean? Well, I can't tell you, but uh, what I can say is that the more you think about it, the more it's going to hold you back. Inception for me is a film about the beginning of a man moving on from heartache, and I really think you should watch it. 
So I'll leave you with this thought. The next time you see your brother, sister, mom, dad, or friend you love, ask them how they're doing because tomorrow they might not be there. Thank you for listening to my very first episode of the Theoretical Idiot Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed listening to my abstract ideas, and I hope that you got something out of today's episode that you can take with you throughout the week. Join me next week for hopefully some more uplifting content. The song recommendation for this episode is Say It by Maggie Rogers. Check her out. She's unbelievably talented, and I think she's really worth a listen. This episode is unofficially sponsored by Hydroflask and all of the ripoffs. If you want a bottle that clinks every time you touch it and love the taste of metal, then buy me. Oh, and don't forget that during every single class, it'll randomly fall over making the loudest fucking sound ever. Tim Schull.